Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy Spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who didst instruct the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us in the same Spirit to be truly wise and ever to rejoice in his consolation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Gospel According to St. Matthew Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual wage, he sent them into this vineyard. Going out about nine o'clock, the landowner saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You too, go into my vineyard, and I will give you what is just. So they went off. And he went out again around noon and around three o'clock and did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, the landowner found others standing around and said to them, Why do you stand there idle all day? They answered, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You too go into my vineyard. When it was the evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. When those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last ones worked only half only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who bore the day's burden and the heat. He said to one of them in reply, My friend, I am not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give the last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus, the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. The Plans of the Lord. The Honor of Working in His Vineyard. There are times in the life of all of us when God grants special graces to help us find Him. The imminent return of the chosen people from exile was one such moment of divine intervention. Many of the Jews seemed content with the idea of simply seeing the holy city of Jerusalem once again. That is where they placed their hope and joy. But God wanted more from His people. He wanted them to leave behind their attachment to sin through a conversion of heart. God speaks through his prophet Isaiah in today's first reading of the Mass. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts 
than your thoughts. How many times have our expectations fallen short of the wonderful plans which God has prepared for us? In the liturgy of today's Mass, the Church reminds us of the mystery of God's wisdom, which is intimately united to His redemptive mission. I am the Savior of all people, says the Lord. Wherever there are troubles, I will answer their cry, and I will always be their Lord. Today's Gospel from St. Matthew concerns the parable of the vineyard. Working in the vineyard is symbolic of the Lord's salvific will. For the kingdom of heaven is like a householder who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. He promised to pay the workers one denarius a day. He sent them off into the vineyard. As the day wore on, the householder went out to hire more workers. He even hired people at the eleventh hour. When day was done, the first workers expected to be paid more than the last group which has been hired. When everyone got the same pay, the first workers complained to the householder who replied, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give this to last as I give it to you. I'm not allowed, am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? The Lord does not mean this parable to be a strict lesson in labor relations. He wants us to understand that His grace is a pure gift. Whoever is called to follow Christ as a youth does not thereby enjoy precedence over someone called during maturity or in life's final moments. People who are near death should not think it is too late to follow our Lord. The day's wages are for every person in God's grace. That gift will always be infinitely greater than whatever anyone has done in his life. The greatness of God's plans for us is always superior to our short-range human design. Although we have been called by the Lord at different hours of the day, we should be one in our spirit of thanksgiving. The call to work in the vineyard is an immense honor. St. Bernard affirms, Each one can find reason to thank God in his life. We should feel particularly moved to thank God because He has called us to serve Him and Him alone. There is work for everyone in the vineyard of the Lord. Go you also into the vineyard. Among the many problems facing the world, there is one that stands out from the rest, namely, how few people there are who really know Christ on a personal basis. Many people live and die without even knowing the fact that Christ has brought salvation to the world. There are many people who will or will not find Christ because of our example. Since the work that awaits everyone in the vineyard of the Lord is so great, there is no place for idleness. With even greater urgency, the householder repeats his invitation. You go into the vineyard too. How can we remain indifferent when so many people do not know the Lord? St. Gregory the Great exhorts us, Each one should examine themselves to see how energetically they are working in the vineyard of the divine sower. Perhaps we have not dedicated everything we have to the service of the Lord, the people who really work for Him. 
are those who are anxious to win souls and bring others to the vineyard. There is a room for everyone in the vineyard of the Lord, young and old, rich and poor, men and women, be they be in their prime or in the sunset years, whether they have time to spare or no time at all. The Second Vatican Council pointed out that children, too, have an apostolate of their own. In their own measure, they are true living witnesses of Christ among their companions. Sick people are also called to do the apostolate. On all Christians, accordingly, rests the noble obligation of working to bring all men through the whole world to hear and accept the divine message of salvation. No one who has crossed our path in this life should be able to say that he has not encouraged by our example and word to love Christ more. None of our friends, none of our relatives should be able to say at the end of their life that they have no one who has concerned about them. Positive meaning of the circumstances in which we find ourselves. In commenting on this parable, Pope John Paul II has written that the urgency of this call has increased since the day of the Second Vatican Council. He emphatically states, This then is the vineyard. This is the field in which the faithful are called to fulfill their mission. Jesus wants them, as he wants all his disciples, to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. The Lord is not interested in useless complaining, which shows a lack of faith, nor does he want us to have a negative or pessimistic outlook on the people and circumstances around us. This is the vineyard, this is the field where the Lord wants us to work, inserted into the middle of the world. It is in our very own family, and no other, that we have come to become saints. Likewise, it is in our job that we meet God and introduce others to Him. This is the vineyard. We must not wait for imaginary better opportunities. We have the graces necessary to do an effective apostolate wherever we are. This fact should be the basis for our optimism. God calls me and sends me forth as a laborer in his vineyard. He calls me and sends me forth to work for the coming of his kingdom in history. This personal vocation and mission defines the dignity and the responsibility of each member of the lay faithful and makes up the focal point of the whole work of formation, whose purpose is the joyous and grateful recognition of this dignity and the faithful and generous living out of this responsibility. In fact, from eternity, God has thought of us and has loved us as unique individuals. Every one of us he called by name, as a good shepherd calls his sheep by name. However, only in the unfolding of the history of our lives and its events is the eternal plan of God revealed to each of us. Therefore, it is a gradual process. In a certain sense, one that happens day by day. God gives us special graces so that our circumstances can be an occasion for loving Him more and doing a genuine apostolate. In the second reading of today's Mass, St. Paul tells the Christians of Philippi, I am caught in this dilemma. I want to be gone and be with Christ, which would be very much the better. 
But for me, to stay alive in this body is a more urgent need for your sake. How great was Paul's longing for Christ. Paul writes from prison. He suffers because of people who, out of jealousy, want to undermine his apostolic work. Nevertheless, all this does not take away his peace. He continues to work in the vineyard of the Lord with the means at his disposal. He ought to throw off pessimism and sadness whenever we are disappointed in the apostolate. Don't let discouragement enter into your apostolate. You haven't failed, just as Christ didn't fail on the cross. Take courage. Keep going against the tide, protected by Mary's immaculate and motherly heart. Sancta Maria Refugium Nostrum et Virtus. You are my refuge and my strength. Give you thanks, Almighty God, for all thy benefits. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.